0: On our cancer journey, we have dove into a lot of the plant compounds that have a major impact on health, especially again on that cancer topic. But one that has recently come up to help with like mood and ADHD type symptoms is saffron. So I've been blown away as I dove into it because it's mostly known as like the most expensive spice in the world, but the health benefits are massive. So I wanted to get with Nikki and uh, learn more from her and her company, The Fullest.
1: Welcome to the Sewing Prosperity podcast with host Logan Duvall. This father of four is an Arkansas successful small business owner whose world was turned upside down. With the cancer diagnosis of his then five-year-old son as napoleon hill famously stated every adversity every failure every heartbreak carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit come and join us on our journey to create a blue zone community with a focus on a holistic approach to anti-cancer regenerative farming and strengthening local economies
0: All right, Nikki, I am excited to dive into saffron with you and learn more about uh, what y'all are doing. I came across y'all in the Weston A. Price Foundation's podcast and just loved what you were saying and it really kind of uh, piqued my interest when you mentioned the ADHD aspect and saffron. But uh, if you don't care, well, you just kind of tell us what saffron even is? Because I think what everybody knows is that it's super expensive, but outside of that... Uh, you don't know and then and then what you do so so what is saffron
1: yes so saffron is um a plant it's a flower so it's a crocus flower that has it's purple and it has three little stigmas is what they're called and those um three stigmas are what i'm referring to when i'm talking about saffron they're like threads But the whole plant has beautiful medicinal benefits. You can use all of it from like the roots of the stigmas to the petals, like everything. But when I'm speaking about saffron, I'm talking specifically about those three little strands that are um, found in each flower. So each flower has only three strands. And the reason it's so expensive is because it's hand harvested And, you know, the flower blooms at a certain period of time, and um, that's when they can um, really go in and harvest those threads. And it when, um, you know, we're talking about the benefits of saffron in a therapeutic and clinically studied dose, we're talking about saffron at 30 milligrams a day that's when the therapeutic benefits start to take place. And 30 milligrams is about 15 threads. So it takes like five flowers that are harvested to get that benefit on a daily basis. And so, um, you know, when you're, if people are aware of it and they're aware of it in like culinary aspects, it's typically not used in therapeutic dosages, when, you know, you're having ethnic food or saffron rice, um, paella, you're not getting a therapeutic benefit. Yes, it's obviously going to have wonderful um, benefits, flavor profile, and, you know, it does elevate mood. But when we're talking about taking it as a supplement, um, we're talking about taking a potent dose. And... Um, and so it's really exciting information that has come out because it's been used across cultures to support anxiety, depression, ADHD. It's a really potent anti-inflammatory. Um, and science has now been able to prove at what dose they started um, at 30 milligrams, but traditional Chinese medicine uses 100 to 150 milligrams. So it's different across cultures. And in the West, we're just now, you know, starting to see that people are becoming more and more aware of it. And it's just really exciting because it's, it's one of those miracle spices. And like you alluded to, it is considered to be, um, one of the most expensive spices in the world. And, um, harvesting has a lot to do with it, the way that it's, um, farmed and harvested. But then also, I would say in the supplement world, where like in a culinary application it is like so expensive but when we start talking about supplements and what's out there like we're really used to paying a lot for supplements and so people are always like well i thought it would be way more expensive or how are you using that potent of a dosage um in the supplement well i think um at that price but i think um We're just all used to paying, you know, at this point, I don't know about you, but I'm like paying for a lot for colostrum. I'm paying a lot for a lot of different things. And, and, um, saffron's kind of up there with colostrum.
0: Absolutely. So, so yeah. when uh, you were talking in that Weston, a price, uh, Foundation podcast. You you had mentioned you started really embracing the saffron uh, to deal with ADHD and just that focus and getting through. How how does that affect? Because I can relate hardcore. I promise. And uh, I didn't realize I had those tendencies or or those issues until looking back, like in the rear view. And I had no help. Right. Like I wasn't on Ritalin. I wasn't on anything. Uh, didn't even know that was a, an issue. Really. But I see it in my kids. I've got four of them, and I can see some of them doing a lot of the things that I did. And so I'm really, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, as somebody that's really trying to accomplish a lot of things, going in too many different directions, dealing with that kind of a, a, a mentality, like it's a struggle. And so like, I have been diving into what do we do? What do we help? Is it methylene blue? Is it nicotine? Is it, you know, and then you said saffron. So can you kind of paint that picture for us as how this is a potential tool for, uh, you know, focus and, and even the anxiety and depression that comes with the <laughs> ups and downs of life?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what's really cool about Saffron is that it's helping your body because, and I know you and I are on the same page. So I believe in the body's natural ability to heal itself. And I believe that we can use nature to support us. Um and with saffron, what's really cool is that it's helping your body um, produce the serotonin and dopamine that it needs in order to... It almost acts as like an adaptogen. So what it helps your body with and what it helps my body with is different, but it is helping both of our bodies get to the same spot of um, optimal production of serotonin and dopamine. What's really great about that is that um, 90% of serotonin is made in the gut and so it's really helping our gut lining. It's helping, um, yes, anxiety, depression, ADHD. It's helping with I- IBS. It's helping with leaky gut. It's helping with um, any sort of digestive issues, bloating, all of that. And I believe that so much of what we're dealing with, you know, really go- stems back to the gut. And um, when we're talking about anxiety and depression, we're talking about a dis- um proportionate, you know, amount of serotonin, dopamine levels, same as for ADHD that they found. And with saffron, what's really cool is it's helping your body instantly start to um, produce the serotonin, dopamine, which is kind of crazy to kind of like wrap your head around. When you start looking into the research, it's like, how does it start working immediately? Like, how do you start feeling the effects within an hour of taking this supplement, how is that possible? Well, how does coffee work? Like coffee is a stimulant, right? So, and you start to feel the effects like very quickly, just the same way. Saffron's that same idea, but what's happening is it's calming down your nervous system. And this idea of like being in the flow really comes to play here. When you're calm, you can focus. And that's really what, we're all looking for is coming at every decision we make in life in this space of being calm and clear. And then we can really approach anything that we want. Um, you know, from parenting, you know, I was just with my kids. What I really wanted to do was say, excuse me, I'm in a podcast. Like, why are you interrupting me? Get out of my office for the day and I happened to be at home so that's why that happened but you know instead of like losing it I actually just had a saffron latte so I stayed pretty calm you were very gracious and I handled that situation and it could have gotten worse if I wasn't like able to come from the space I came from Um, just like that with you know anything I, I used to be on Adderall and I, my parents tried really hard to get me to not take Adderall. I was told I should be taking it in high school. Um, they told me, you know, it's not good for you. We did the research. It's really bad, but no one offered me a solution either. So I felt like I can't wait till I'm 18 years old. I can't wait till I take it while I went to college, my college prescribed it to me. And it wasn't until there was a Adderall shortage that I realized what had happened to me because all of a sudden I was bedridden. I could not function without this medication. And I was like, wait, this is so weird. This is not how I was before. Now I'm reliant on this medication. That doesn't make any sense. Um, was researching, researching, found, you know, that saffron is, I always like, that's kind of what's, You know, inspired me to go into the direction that I've gone in general with being really interested in health and wellness. And at the time I went to, I was teaching yoga. I went to culinary school for raw food. I'm not raw anymore, but it was something that taught me to really um, care about sourcing and ingredients and, and about how nature can give us everything we need at the time. You know, half of nature was like, is like not shared in the raw food world. Like Farming and how it could be like really healing, and you know, all the things that we know, um, that I know you and I are on the same page of now, but uh, like raw yeah. milk, all of that. But I think that basically, I came across saffron in the research and I started taking it, and I was just so blown away by how quickly it was able to support me. Um, I do, I really don't think I would be able to run. Now I have this company, but I'm starting like four others and I'm able to really um, be at the forefront of focusing and getting things done and not procrastinating. And that's just with taking saffron and um, yes, doing what I love as well and creating a life that I Chose to create and doing the things that I love to do, but I think a lot of it also has to do with the support that this beautiful um, spice has given me, and I, I'm so um, inspired by it. That you know, we started the comp we had saffron be the base of all of our products at the fullest, and it's it's helped so many people. It helps women during the postpartum period, even um, it's contraindicated during pregnancy. Um, because the only contraindication is at super, super high doses, it can act as an abortive. Otherwise, it's very safe wow. and effective for anyone. So kids, um, adults, it's great for Alzheimer's, um, all, everything like you can think of. A saffron has some sort of application and therapeutic benefit for it. It's, the benefits are so enormous.
0: So let me ask you about that because I'm very, very well versed in in turmeric. That was one of the first things that I, I dove into after my son was diagnosed with cancer. So we we have implemented uh, curcumin uh, in through through a certain supplement that that I work with that group too, and I, I believe that that is absolutely incredible. So when I was looking into saffron, there was a lot of uh, positives, especially in vitro with the uh, cancer aspects, the anti-cancer aspects. What uh, what do you know or what have you seen on, on that front? And is this something you feel extremely comfortable with, with kids? Uh, because to me, it's almost like a double whammy. If it's something I can give Lander to help with focus and, and that with school and also have an anti-cancer effect, it seems like a no-brainer to me, but I, but I want to be sure, you know?
1: Um, First of all, I didn't know that about your son. So thank you for sharing that with me. I know how difficult it is to, um, you know, to want to support your child and also and um, let them have like a normal childhood and upbringing, too. So I'm sure that's really challenging. And it's so beautiful that you're supporting him with natural supplements as well. And saffron is very um, well known to be anti-cancer. Um, what's really cool is when I was just sharing about the contraindications, um, at the dose that like it's at high doses, it's anti-cancer and, um, it just keeps getting more and more, you know, potent and effective basically with each, um, which each up in dosage basically. So what the research I've done, and I've talked to many physicians, um, who have, you know, gone through the research as well. I have my own personal physician. He's used it to support people through their, um, through their cancer journey. And there's a ton of research. It's a major, major potent anti-inflammatory and, um, it has so many incredible, Um, benefits from supporting symptoms but also helping to fight the cancer as well which is really cool and that's all done at like really high doses like when we talk about the therapeutic benefits of saffron at like 30 milligrams that's really great for anxiety depression ADD um, ADHD, but with the, you know, if someone wants support during their cancer journey, like 100, 150 milligrams more, um, that's kind of where you see a lot of the powerful benefits. And when you compare it to turmeric, um, you had mentioned like turmeric is also really, really powerful, really effective, but you have to take a lot more turmeric. Like in our supplement and um, kinder thoughts, we use curcumin and saffron—a saffron extract that's undergone um, clinical studies and is a pharmaceutical grade extract. And um, like you use 30 milligrams of saffron in that versus turmeric, you need like 400 milligrams to start with, like really getting those therapeutic benefits. So I think that's kind of the difference is that. Even though we're talking about potent, very potent doses, like you still need less saffron than you do turmeric to get that same benefit. But they're both known for, um, and you know, being powerful anti inflammatories. And turmeric has also been known to elevate the mood, and um, as well, it's just that you need way more. And um, saffron's been, you know, studied specifically for those. Um, reasons many studies too it's not just a couple there are so many studies continuing to come out which is really exciting information um they're all you know they all have their unique approach but it's all basically starting at that same 30 milligram dose
0: in all of like the alternative cancer groups and stuff that I've been a part of for years, um, it saffron is just not one that I have been uh, familiar with. They, they may have talked about it, but it's not one that keeps popping up. But the research is pretty pretty cool, and it's there. So it's something that you know I plan on being able to dive into and be able to share because I think it's such a it's such a a simple and seemingly safe way to incorporate incorporate a, a another another fighter uh, in, in the protocols.
1: So um, yeah, I didn't touch on that. It's very safe, very effective um, for children and my kids love it. Our latte has 150 milligrams of saffron per serving. So that is a very potent dose and my kids drink it all the time. Like they've had two lattes, three lattes in a day. That's a lot of saffron.
0: So in in the alternative cancer groups, the so saffron's just not really been popped up, but turmeric very much has. So what uh, kind of synergistic effect do do they have together?
1: Yes. So um, I, I I can't really speak to turmeric other than its anti inflammatory benefits. I don't. I haven't done much research on turmeric um, in the anti cancer application, but with saffron, um, I know that it like it supports or it inhibits tumors from growing. I know that it's also really supportive for the immune system. So it's immunoregulatory and I used to have an autoimmune condition, Hashimoto's um, that I healed from naturally and it also was just part of my protocol that I took saffron and I and I know obviously the immune system plays a huge role um, with cancer and, I know that it specifically has been really helpful, not just in, you know, fighting cancer cells, but supporting, um, strengthening the immune system and and making sure that tumor cells um, don't grow. So that is really powerful. All aspects of the saffron plant have been used, um, you know, from the crocin to this, you know, the different um, the different parts of saffron, the different constituents like saffronol and crocin, and um, just when you get a saffron extract, it has, most of the time, it has all of those different components um, inside of it. So with cancer, I think I mentioned this, but you want to take a very potent dose, and it's very safe and very effective. So With traditional Chinese medicine, they go for, like, 100 to 150 milligrams. So if I was treating myself, that's that's the dose that I would take. And when you get really, really high up in the dosage, like, you could technically, like, if you look at the research, they show that the contraindicated dose is around 4 or 5 grams of saffron, which is quite a bit of saffron. But that same contraindicated dose is an anti-cancer dosage so wow. the four five six grams that are like contraindicated for pregnancy are um very very healing when you're um you know talking about a cancer diagnosis but it's not necessarily my um where i'm focused on you know with the folks so who are really passionate about the mental health aspects because i really believe that mental health is the foundation of wellness but there are doctors out there that have done this research, and I think when someone's dealing with that, it's really, you know, empowering to either take this research to their doctor um, or find someone who has worked with it, like, my doctor is Dr. Habib Sadegi based out of Los Angeles, and he has supported a lot of patients in, um, you know, supporting them through their cancer journeys. And he himself had cancer; he healed himself, and um, and he's used saffron in his practice quite a bit. So, I always like to share, um, you know, physicians that are interested in this research on their own. That you don't necessarily need to bring it to them, but um, I know yeah, Doctor. Yeah, Wink- to is really into it.
0: What uh, what is the best way to, to take it? What uh, how should we? Um, what forms are available, and what options do do y'all have at the the fullest?
1: So we offer it in capsule form and in powder form. So our capsule is the one that's made with a pharmaceutical grade extract combined with curcumin, and I think. They both have their own applications. You know, someone might not want the taste of it. They just want to take it in a capsule form, No, they got the benefits and move on with their day. But um, I believe that a liquid form is highly beneficial to start with, um, which is like our alternative um coffee route that we go with our latte it's caffeine free it's just a powder it has 150 milligrams of saffron it's mixed with coconut milk powder coconut water powder and cardamom it's really delicious like it's not as pungent as turmeric would be like when you're you know used to taking turmeric and ginger shots and stuff like that it's a lot more soft on the palate and more floral but um it's I think liquid form is really, really great when we're talking about kids that can't swallow capsules, obviously. Um, Something fun to make with them. Um, When we're talking about like an evening nightcap, because it supports optimal sleep cycles. Um, It's also really helpful if, you know, I think most people just have gut issues and that's the reality and this is something that's going to help your gut and to not have to digest a capsule on top of it is usually, in my opinion, um, a really great way to go. So, you know, starting with the liquid form and making either an iced beverage, a hot beverage, using it as a tea, whatever is easiest, I think um, that way you can kind of use it, help start you know, healing your gut and then like, and then incorporating capsules. But if you're a capsule person, that's the way you're going to take it. Like the most effective way to take something is if you're going to take it at the end of the day and you're still going to get like great benefits. The Afron, that is the patented form of saffron extract that we use in our capsule. It's been proven clinically to start working within one hour of taking it.
0: Wow, too cool. Well, I, I've not tried uh, the the latte mix, but I'll definitely be getting some of that. Uh, we're gonna carry your line at uh, our market at, at our place here in Arkansas, and so really excited just to promote y'all and and thank you for the the great work. Keep up on your uh, you know your podcast tours, and uh, we will uh, definitely just keep uh, plugging along on like things that actually help people and and get us off of this uh, this model we're on that I don't think. Uh, You and I are too fond
1: of. Absolutely not. Yeah, it was so nice to meet you. I really appreciate the support and um, thank you for using your platform to share all about alternatives. I think it's not easy. Um, You know, mainstream media makes it more and more difficult. Even like a company like mine, it's more difficult to um, advertise. That's why podcasts are great, because, um, you know, while pharmaceutical companies can advertise on Facebook and Instagram all they want, it's more difficult to to share about something as natural as saffron so i really appreciate the support and um and i just you know you're just such a curious person and i love that when i see that in someone else and so thank you for um the opportunity to talk
0: thank you for listening to the sewing prosperity podcast we hope that you have learned something new and that you are inspired to adopt regenerative practices in your community Remember that by working together, we can create a sustainable and abundant future for ourselves and for future generations.